through 100 episodes successfully completed, we can finally now say that Silvercross Sudbury has been supporting us and helping us get to this goal since day one. Silvercross Sudbury is your go-to place for any quality home accessibility equipment you are looking for. Visit them on 760 Notre Dame Avenue here in Sudbury or call them at 705-222-0700. From walkers to hospital beds to wheelchairs to stair lifts, they have it all. And not to mention, Dean and Chantel Jacqueline, who are the owners, are first-class people and will make your experience visiting Silvercross a great one. Make sure to check out Silvercross Subbury for any healthcare inquiries you may have. Seems as though I've lived my life on the bad side of the moon. Just stir your drags and sickness still without a rustic spoon. Now come on people, live with me. Where the light has never shone And the hornets flock like hummingbirds Speaking in a foreign tongue This is my life, this is my life, this is my life, my life This is my life, this is my life, this is my life, my life What's going on everybody? Welcome to week 104 of Behind the Bench Hope everyone's doing well. We miss you all, and the boys are back for another episode. Today is our interview portion of the week. Today we were joined by Dexter Williams Jr. of the Subby Five. And just before we get to that, like we mentioned on our story, we do have our winners from the Masters Golf Pool. Our first winner, who's going home with the Dons Dine for Four, is Agent Zero himself, Jordan Ellis, who picked John Ram to win and won on the tiebreaker, taking Cam Young. In second place, Frankie Anzo, who also took John Rom, took Scotty Scheffler as a second pick, pick, and it went all the way to the third tiebreaker, which he wanted on. So congrats to Frankie Anzo on that. He's going home with two hours of NHA, NHA simulator time. Um, so big congrats there and our door prize. It's fitting because we have Dex on the podcast today Four tickets to a Sudbury five game of their choice. That's going out to Tim coffee. He won the door prize. So those are our winners. Once again, Jordan Ellis agent zero takes home the first prize. Frank Enzel takes home the second prize and the door prize goes to Tim coffee. So, Congrats to everybody. Thanks to everyone that joined the golf pool. We had a ton of entries. We love getting people involved. We love giving free stuff to you. So we want to thank Don's for chipping in, NHA for chipping in, um, as well as SWSC as they gave us our season tickets to the W5. And without any further ado, folks, we're going to send it right off to our interview with the heart and soul of the W5, Dexter Williams Jr., All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are joined by the heart and soul of the Sudbury Five and one of the last remaining players from the inaugural team. He's from Jacksonville, Florida, and attended the University of Montana Western before signing with the Sudbury Five in 2018. Through 23 games this year, he's averaged 12 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists per game with a 35% three-point shooting average. And not only is he a basketball player, but he's also in the hip-hop game as well as part of the, as part of the Fooley team and open for Ice Cube here at the Grandino, baby. Please welcome Dexter Williams Jr. to the B2B podcast. What is going on, brother? 
What's up, man? How you doing? Hey, I love that. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I love it. Awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff. No, we're doing good. We're doing good, Dex. Um, listen, the boys have been um hot down the stretch here. You guys won eight of your last ten. How's the season been uh, so far, and how is it just getting back into to playing in a normal schedule? Uh, it's uh, it's been a grind. It's been a grind. We had games where we went back to back to back and played three games in a row. Wow. Never played, got off the plane, played a game. We won all three of those games. I think the third game, I think we're down 23, came back and won. That that told me a lot about this. Yeah. Last game, we watched last game. We did kind of did the same, same thing, scored nine points in like the last minute and a half. Love it. Love it. Dex, first question I got for you. Like, let's go back to the start. We usually all the guests we have, we go right back to the start of their sport. So when did it all start for, for basketball for you? And how did you really get into it? Uh, third grade, I started playing basketball. My mom put me in like the little pal league or whatever. I started playing. My first team was the Lakers. I played on. That's my favorite team. Actually, I played on the team. Uh, I think it was a pal league, and the team was Lakers. My coach was Coach Lillard. That's my first coach ever. I remember him. And then from there, I just been been playing ball from, since like fourth grade. Every every day, actually. Cool. And you committed and played two seasons for the University of Montana Western. Like, how did you end up there? So I started school, I started at a JUCO. Do you guys know what a JUCO is? A junior yep. college? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to Southwestern Oregon Community College. From there, I um, transferred to the University of Montana Western where I met my uh, one of my best coaches I had, love him to death. He just retired, shot Steve Keller. I met him, and then from there, shoot, ever since, the best thing I could have did was transfer to Montana. They made me who I am probably today, and also the grind I have as a basketball player, it, it turned me into that, and who I am too. Yeah, no, no doubt, and and you had a great couple of years there. Um, was there a moment for you that, that you realized that you wanted to pursue basketball professionally? It was crazy. People, this sounds crazy. I never was like, damn, I want to make it to the NBA. I, I've never been that person. Damn, I want to be a pro. I think it became my junior year. My junior year, uh, when I transferred to Montana Western, uh, they had one guy, his name was Brandon Brown. He still plays. He plays in EuroLeague right now. Brandon Brown... Uh, he was the only pro I like ever knew of and stuff. So I had my I had my first year there, ended up getting like player of the year and like all American. Then I met him and we met and he was like, You can do this. Like this like you I see it, you got it. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try it out. It took some time to get in the door, but yeah, I I got there. But it took me a minute to I never wanted to be a pro. Like I never wanted to say, Yeah, I want to be a pro. Yeah. My year, I was just playing ball, playing regular ball, and I was like, damn, I'll try. Uh, that's wicked. And I mean, you, you end up here in, in Sudbury. Like, how, how did you hear of Sudbury and, and, and the five? And who kind of got you here? Braylon. Braylon Racing. Yeah. Uh, he, I kind of, when he came here, he kind of, he gave me a call. I was working at Drive Time. It's a car dealership. where I was working at Drive Time. Um, he gave me a call. I was like, bro, you trying to play? I haven't, I didn't play in like for like two years. I didn't play two years out of school. I was working. Worked at a little car dealership. I was selling the hell out of some cars. Mind you, I don't know much about cars, but I know how to sell stuff. <laughs> uh, he gave me a call. I was like, yeah, I want to do it. So I came up here not knowing like what I was getting myself into, but I trusted Braylon. And I came up here from there, still here now. So, yeah. The rest is history, as they say. Yeah, that's that's wild. What was like the, the first training camp um, like, and, and how, how did it feel like to when you finally made made the roster and knew you are going pro? And shoot, to be honest, you know, um, everybody doesn't know about this, but, like, to even, like, uh, 
I was uh when I got there, we seven players could play. We had eight, eight Americans. I wasn't the one who was gonna play at first. So the way it happened was uh I was I was told by uh, coach, like, hey, it's gonna be you or him. So that I'm I like I like the I like my back against the wall. So shit. The first game I had was against Windsor. I think 18 right away. Like I wasn't the one, I wasn't I came with Braylon, so I had to like kind of prove myself. Right. So just over and over again, I just kept proving myself. So training camp was hard though. I came here in October. I, so we had we kind of did training. I was my rookie year. We did training camp from October to November. Just me, a couple of guys, me, Braylon, and then Jalen came up early. That's how we first met each other. But well, I always knew Braylon. We knew Braylon for a while. So all of us started to train together. And it was that first one was that was the most intense one I've had out of the three, four years I've been here. Wow. Wild. What what were your first and I'm curious to know your answer to this one. What were your first impressions of Sebri when you first first got here? Didn't really didn't really uh it wasn't nothing different to me. I went to school. If you look up my school, it was in Dillon, Montana. Nothing is there. I damn near can make a walk of thirty Montana's <laughs> <laughs> in the snow, so kinda it's kinda easy to adapt. The people were different, but everything the scenery wasn't different to me. The people in Canada are different. So yeah. That was all things for me. Okay. Talk yeah, and and Logan, I want to ask about Logan Stutz. Like, how has he been? Uh, obviously, uh, everyone kind of knows his resume, like coaching and at the D one level. Like, how has it been uh, getting coached by a guy like this? Uh, he's uh, he uh, he understands. He understands us because he played and stuff. So like, how our body feels, he looks out for us. He doesn't like wear and tear our body, and he's just a uh, he's I would say a player's coach more than anything. Love that. Love that. Um. Let's talk about the road trips here a little bit. You mentioned about the the back to back to back, like just it's crazy travel. I mean, what what's the longest road trip you guys have been on so far? Yeah. Let me see. I'm going up on. Uh, Might have been Newfoundland. So I'll tell you that day. It was four. It was four games. I'm gonna tell you it's four games in. <laughs> matter of fact, I'll tell you this whole week. It was four games in six days, I believe. Wow. We had. Newfoundland three times in a row. We got off the flight. The weather messed it up. We got off the flight, played them Thursday, played them Friday, played them Saturday, flew back Sunday, played Monday for family day. I think it's family day on a Monday. That's right, yeah. We played on a Monday. So all that, that's how many games we played. So, yeah, so to come out there and how we play, if you see us, like, really drainish, you know why. I don't know why it's like. (laughs) That's crazy. That's wild. That was the most intense. Yeah, and. And you guys seem to play like these weekend series where you play the same team a few times in a row. Like, does the bad blood get going sometimes, or 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 what's it like playing the same team over and over again, kind of in a mini series? If you've seen me play, that's like talking keeps me like involved. That's right. Oh yeah. If people so many times, like you, you tend to uh, dislike them a little bit. It's nothing personal, but I see you over and over and over. I'm getting sick of it, so. I just... <laughs> I, that's why I try to play with like some competitiveness. That's what's missing a lot lately. Just some fire. It's not because I like doing it. It's just that's what gets me going. I'm playing against somebody over and over again. Yeah. So, do different stuff to keep me going personally. Right, for sure. And um out of all of the away arenas that you guys go and play in, what's your favorite one? To play in? Mm. To win in, to play to win in is London. I like playing yeah. personally. You know how things get with London, but I'll say London. 
because you got to defeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't but yeah, it's not just the players you got to go against. So when you yeah. win, it, it feels good. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Dex, next question I got for you, and obviously, as 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 I think you know, like me, Chimino, Mason, the guys on the podcast right now are fans of the Sebri Five. We do come to the game. So the mm-hmm. question I got for you, like, how do you think the fans of Sebri have been so far with the support? Obviously, this is the first time Sebri's really had a pro basketball team. So mm-hmm. talk to us about the fans and obviously the, the support you guys gotten since day one. Um, I don't know if you guys know this quote, but. When I think of Sudbury, uh, it's a quote by NBA Youngboy. It says, it's a parade inside my city. Yeah. I love Sudbury. It's like a, man, I call it the zoo. I call it, I, me personally, I don't call it Sudbury. I call it Dubbury. So when I tell you, <laughs> like, like when you come to a game, it's going to be like a zoo. It's going to be fans all over you. It's going to be rowdy. We got the best fans in the league, hands down. Best fans in the league. I love it. I, I, I love it. I don't even care about them coming up to, Sometimes I can't sign everything, but I, I appreciate everything. I promise you, I appreciate every screen. Last game, it was so loud, I couldn't hear a foul call. That's how I needed every game. I wanted it like that so we can bring this championship on it. Yeah. yeah. No, I love it. I, I think the the boys are due for, for a chip to come come here now. You guys have been close a couple times now, so it's going to be it's gonna be sick to see the run that, uh, that you guys go on here soon. Um, next question for you. So I guess uh, how have you seen – your game evolved playing here pro now for, for, for a few years now, you know, you've been named a, an all-star in the league um, and, and you've really grown into such a, a key player um, for the Sudbury five. Yeah. Have you seen your, your game evolve? Oh, uh, it's evolved a lot from year one to, to now. I mean, I've gotten better at multiple things. I've probably everything, honestly, since I've been here, I think I've gotten better just becoming more of a guard and just, seeing the floor better and scoring the ball and just being around, trying to make people better and trying to do whatever it takes, trying to find niches in the team that they need me at. Just becoming a, a veteran, I'll say. Yeah, love that. Uh, Dex, I, I, I'm curious to know, because uh, me and Chimino, like before hockey games, when we used to play back in the day, we used to get pumped up with the music we listened to. So who, who's got Ox in the room and, uh, basically, if you can share, I'm not sure if you guys keep it as a ritual. Like, what do you guys listen to right before you go out, and what's kind of the winning song right now in the room? Um, I have the Ox first, first of all. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, sir. I, I always got the Ox, but lately, like, when we're it's a song by No Cap. It's called Rich and Down. We play that one. Um, I might play one of my artists called his name is Jank. Might play one of his songs. Those are usually the songs I play. I've been trying to keep it the same. The same yeah. couple of, but and Jane Hefner, that's his name, is one of my artists. Shot to him. Oh, I'm playing No Cap, Rich and Dangerous before we go out, right before we go out. Love, Love that. that. Love that. Um, and and this league, you know, you see a lot of turnover with guys coming in all the lineup. You know, Jalen Bland left um, earlier this year. Like it's it, there, there's definitely a lot of turnover. How do you guys cope with that and and just stick together and and with new faces coming in um, here throughout the season? It's business. I can't. I mean, it's, it's not. It's out of my control. Like I can't sure. control. We still. I still talk to some of the fellas. Jalen. I literally was just on the game with Jalen. That's that's my brother. But yeah. you no, know, everybody understands it's business and it's cutthroat sometimes. And everybody's not going to stay. Yeah, for sure. And Dex, the games we've been at. Uh, the in-game host, we like to call him, and obviously a previous guest of our show is Chris Cacciotti. Um, obviously, he looks like a guy that gets the crowd going. He's always humming from 
one end of the court to the other like really quickly in this little tricycle bicycle thing he's got going on so did, did the boys get a chuckle out of this guy and have you had the chance to meet him I know Chris. I, I like shout out to Chris. Chris, uh, as far as hearing that, I don't hear none of that when I play. I'm sure the guys don't hear it. We only hear the not hearing. If I hear somebody speaking, I'm probably not listening. To be honest, <laughs> I just like zoned out. I kind of I don't hear nothing. But the coaches, my teammates, and if I'm on the road, it might be a little different because I'm hearing my name a little bit more. But yeah, it's I don't really hear. It. But I appreciate it though. I love it. Love it. Um. Do you have any any pregame rituals? Like, what does what does game day look like for Dex? Take us through it. We got to shoot around at 10.30. I wake up, listen to some music, wake up, listen to some music, and then I go to shoot around. We eat, come back. From there, I got, like, I go to the gym at probably – we got to be at the gym at 5.30. I go up early, try to go out early. I leave at 4.40. I chill for most of the day. I might play the game about past time, but I'm I'm kind of, like, antsy. Like, I got, I'm ready to do that. Get going, yeah. But like uh, I go there at four forty, and then I do my. We got two workouts, so I work out at five. I work out at five to five thirty. Chill, stretch, then I work out again at like six twenty before the game. And all the time, then I'm laced up. I'm ready to go. There you go. Damn, Dex, do you have uh, do you have any advice for aspiring young basketball players, obviously who want to make it to pro hall, hopefully, but obviously get to that D one level uh, like yourself did. Personally, I didn't, but Montana Western is NAI, but that people don't know that. I played like I did, but as far as that, I got a little brother, Kenny Giles. He plays D1 now, so like it's – Oh, good for him. Yeah, he's – shout out to K, KG. But he – um like my brother, he was a freshman this year. You guys, make sure you check him out. He's nice. He – um I'll just say I'll use him, for example, as far as like the work ethic thing. I would just say stay consistent. You might not always be the guy that everybody wants, but – one thing about basketball, what pays off is if you stay consistent, you're doing what you're supposed to do, you'll be put in the right spot. Sometimes it's politics. I'll be honest. Sometimes it's politics, but mm-hmm. you do the – me personally, sometimes you got it, sometimes you don't. But if you're working out every day, if you're really taking basketball serious, you got to be in the gym at least five out of the seven days, I would say, personally. Five out of the seven, even six sometimes, I'll say a day, get a day rest or two. But you got to love it too. I got a little brother now. He's – his name is CJ. He's uh, what grade is CJ in seven? And he's going when you get to seven, it's nothing but serious enough. So I tell him all the time, like, do you love it? If you like it, if you want to do this, let's do it. If not, don't. It's not for everybody. Like, if you want to hop in there, you got to really work. Mm-hmm. That's what I be ready to work. If you don't want to work, don't do it just for Instagram. Don't do it for Twitter. <laughs> We're not because you love it. That's what I think is missing nowadays. Yeah, for sure, and 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 you're a great example of a right gr- grinding uh, and and understanding that for sure. Um, on the off days here, what do the boys like to do in Sudbury? What do you guys get up to in in the Bury? Nothing. I play. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, like oh, I had practice today, but usually I'm I'm probably playing Call of Duty, playing 2K, or I'll be I'll try to me personally and me the guys. I know the guys do that. They might play whatever Fortnite. Me, I'll go through. I try to call everybody. I got a lot of people I try to keep in contact with. And uh, my family, I go check on my my artists. I might just start listening to beats, trying to plot on new ways to get a show. Yeah, I try to keep myself busy. This year I'm doing I haven't done that years before, but, like, doing it this year, I'm. it's tough sometimes, but for the most part, like, I want to do things all the time, but I'm tired. Sometimes I'm, like, really tired. 
I can't do things with a tired mind. So I try to like balance it out. But the music thing has helped me a lot this year as far as like having something else to do. Big time. Yeah. And you mentioned caught a couple times now. What's your role? What's your role when you're playing caught? Are you a glue guy? Or are you <laughs> taking over? Do you have the most kills of the game or I, what? Uh, I am one of the steppers on there. But my last <laughs> game, we had, uh, we had like 20 bodies. I was in the middle. I'm for sure the glue guy. I can get everybody playing as good, but I can get in. The, I do get in the mix. I'm going in here first. I'm probably going to die, but buy me back. I cost 4000 Dex, that's that's funny that. you mentioned that because when we used to uh, kick it in Fortnite, our, our group uh, Alex uh, was basically the glue guy. He, I he was sucked, the same guy. Had he for sucked Ned. at the game, but he he kept everyone in line and just strict morale. Which which you need a guy like that once in a while. See, I'm the different type of glue though. I'm the one that's gonna stick. I'm I'm killing. I'm definitely killing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Good people though. <laughs> I love it. Next, uh, next question I got for you. Obviously, the Subway Five share an arena with the Subway Wolves. Have you ever been to a uh, the Wolves game yet? One. I've been for you. I've been like one or two. Okay. Thought about going to the game, but like once I sit down here and it's cold, I'm not coming back outside. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> for sure. Have Have you been able to see the Wolf come across on on the wire? Have you seen that at the Wolves game? Uh, I look at it all. Yeah, I have seen that, and I look at it when I'm in the gym. I still see it. Kind of weird. <laughs> uh, wolf in there. <laughs> yeah big time big time um another question uh for you um big baby glenn davis came and played a, a few years back what was it like sharing the court with him it was cool he's huge yeah, he's a yeah big it, boy. it was a cool experience to have but he was once he was on the court i, I didn't really care if he was big baby you know, i really don't i really try to up try to get them out of the first round i think we lost that one that was a good series though yeah, for sure. Yeah, oh, I love that. Um, all right, let's um talk about the Fooly brand. You mentioned about the Tessa Sabitos. How did you get involved with that and and talk to us about it? So Fooly in general, I'll just say Fooly. I'll let you guys know what Fooly means. Fooly, Fooly means like to live freely. And I don't know if you guys see the eight balls and stuff. So when I say yep. live, live life, you know people are always stressing and stuff. Just live. And the eight balls when you play billiards, the eight ball is the last ball you knock in. So with that being said, you want to be the last one standing through it all. So I added the eight balls in there and fully. And I started with my boys. We started in Hawaii. It's like five of my boy Marcus, my boy Meech, my boy Dorian, my brother Dez, and me. And we just always kept it a thing. And then I made started making clothes with it. And how the, the music thing came about, I'll be honest, the music thing came about my um, so like my my right hand man, Big Fooly, he um he started like really getting, he always did the music, but he started really get into it. Like really like head first, he wanted to get into it. He wanted to put his all into it. So I'm like, okay, let's do it. So um, it was September of, let's see, two years ago. I started texting people. I know a lot of people just from basketball and ba Hoopers mm -hmm. hoop kind of like go together. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna pick who I, but I wasn't just picking people because I know them. You had to be like, at least you got to be some type of good. So I said the invite. I bought I bought like thirty six hours worth of studio time, and I invited everybody. I invited like ten artists out, ten artists out to Vegas, and we spent thirty six hours in the studio and we made the fully tape. So I spent those guys, all those guys. It was like six, seven of us. We'll go nine to three, and then we'll come back, take a three hour break, six to twelve. We did that three days in a row. It was tired, wow. but it was that was my first experience with it. 
And I kind of, that's what really kind of showed me. I'm like, damn, I really like, I really like this. I like seeing, me personally, I like seeing other people win. And it just made me show, like, I was trying to bring their dream alive and stuff, even along with myself, because I like, I love music. But I never mm -hmm. thought I would do it. And I kind of like, my boy Big Fooly, like, shout out to him. He kind of, and my other artists, they were like, bro, you really can, like, you have a voice. You can bring, you bring people along. So I thought that's why I started the label. I made the tape, but I never thought the label thing was going to be a thing. But, like, I'm kind of growing into it now. So I made it, like, a made it a thing. And then the Sudbury thing, how that happened to show, I dropped the tape in February. No, I dropped the tape in January. Make sure everybody get that, the Fooly tape. Yep. You can I dropped the tape in January, had the Ice Cube show set up. Nobody know about that. All my artists didn't get to come out here because passport and other circumstances. So I brought out my boy Big Fooly and my boy Nice. Shout out to them. Official Nas Seven on Instagram and Big Fooly on Instagram. I got to do that. Love. And we rocked out Sudbury and we rocked out Kitchener. We we rocked it out and we plan on finally come back to Sudbury again. To give another show so we can set that up i'm sure we can uh i'll bring more of us it'll be at least six plus and we'll have a blast here but that's the fully team we uh um, we're still building we got eps dropping we got singles dropping myself i uh personally um people don't know this i have i have two songs on the fully tape some people know some people don't uh i've been recording lately me personally but i'm like only three months in so mm -hmm. I'll make sure I send you guys over some exclusive stuff. I just finished. I just went to the studio like last week and made something. But yeah, I'm I'm all in on the music thing, and we're probably gonna take over. I know we're gonna take over. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, no, we'll definitely uh, have a listen. We're the boys are big, uh, big into the hip hop. Yeah, um, for sure, big into the hip hop. We love it. Um, when you get into the studio, like what's what's the vibe? Like when you when you're about to drop some some bars, what like what what's the you know do you know you have a good um, line when when you do it? Uh, so I kind of so I started. I just watch all of them working stuff, and that's another thing. I spent we spent two months in my closet after the after the tape. We I did Thursday. I spent two months in my closet, and I was able to like my boy Big Foolie. He engineers. He does both. He engineers and records himself. So I'm, I'm around him like for two months in a row and I'm just paying attention. My artists are coming over. I'm just paying attention how they write, how they flow. So from what I learned with that, you know, with studio is time is money. So mm -hmm. before I go, right. So like I might write, I'm not just going into the studio freestyle. Like, yeah, I can freestyle, but yeah, it doesn't trust me. Everybody does the freestyle. They don't freestyle. Yeah. But freestyle, practice freestyling, but I wouldn't drop nothing with freestyling, but I try to go in there. Like I went there the other day. What I recorded the other day? Um, uh, I recorded a couple. I recorded a song with my new artist. I just had a new artist from Sacramento, Smooth, and uh, I recorded a song. Uh, that was my first song I written, but I re-recorded it, and it was like a song I got from me flying from my. I got twin girls. If you guys didn't know, I have twin girls, and they stay in Arizona. So I was going to see them, and I stay in Vegas. So I went from. Vegas. I went from Arizona to Vegas, and I wrote a song. I wrote that song that fast, like forty-five minutes, wow. and it went. How did it go? I got like five bars. I said, "Yeah, I'm high up in the sky. I'm really all in my thoughts. Just backtracking, really think how much it costs to be the boss. If you're checking for another, you already lost. Throw the plays to the folds, and I'm gonna catch it like mouse. Fully chains on the way to dripping like boss. Closest try to play me, but I'm gonna set that off. Call the blitz to my dogs, and they handling no cost. That was my first. That's my hook to that song." That's electric. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, Fire. I bleeped, out, I bleeped out every cuss word I had. 
Kid show, kid show. Kid show, yeah. I love catch it like moss. That is unreal. I love that. Unreal. Yeah, no, yeah, we can't I'm I'm excited to see uh see what you're dropping here soon. That's, yeah, I'll, that's I'll see I'll see you guys over some files and uh let you listen to me, check some stuff out. Love it. Spotify, it's on Spotify, it's actually on every platform, but fully team, we have like 16 tracks and we are dropping another take two soon. But I'm dropping one myself. That that one will be like in a, two months. I would say it's called Folger in France. I call myself Folger when I rap. So yep. it'll be Folger, but put a four in front of it. Folger in France. So it's gonna be me and just all my artists from the label. So that'll be dropping soon. That's one of the songs that I just uh, was rapping to you guys. But yeah, cool. It's fully team. Love it, fully man. That's sick. I love that name too. Um, we'll have to. Uh... We're looking for uh, an outro too for the pod too, so we'll be in contact. Uh, we'll be in contact on some music. Definitely. We actually have an outro that's good that you would like, but yeah, definitely, definitely check us out. Matter of fact, cool. no more on BTB. We need all fully music on there. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, awesome. Um, all right, D. D. Will, let's go um, to our fast five. So it's five rapid fire questions. Whatever comes to the top of your head, let it rip, and then uh, we'll go from there. I'll send it off to Tom Bomb. Let's do it. All right. Um, here, I'll kick it off for you. First question, your favorite ice cream flavor? Uh, vanilla bean. Vanilla bean. Vanilla bean. Okay. Hear that, boys? Vanilla. Vanilla bean. Thanks, Chen, for chiming in there. Uh, what's your favorite shoe? Air Force Ones. Yeah, yeah, stock. Good. Now, I know you mentioned you're a uh, Lakers guys, but Jordan or LeBron, who's the, who's the GOAT? <sighs> I'm I like I like Bron and Jordan. I just don't want to do that. I love Kobe too. So, I, I There you go. My A1 B1C, but I got yeah, I don't want yeah, that conversation. <laughs> it's hard. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. We like asking basketball players that one. Uh, next one I got best pregame tune. I know you you answered it kind of in the interview, but what's your best pregame tune? It changes by the year, but like right now, it'll be a like a Jada Youngin, Jada Youngin Purge. That's one of my favorite like pregame. Or uh, it's, it's nothing but Jada Youngin. It's all like drill music. Yep. Jada Purge or uh, Jada Youngin definitely no play zone by Jada Youngin. That's my favorite one of this two before I play. Okay, and. Your favorite Subway restaurant. What's the answer to that guy? Ooh. Ooh. It's, man, it's the same stuff around here. But if I want, like, a meal that's going to fill me up, I'm going to P&M's. I'm going to yeah. P&M's. Ravioli. I think it's a ravioli thing they have. And I add chicken to it. And, yeah, a little extra cheese on it. And that's definitely – I'm going to P&M's to get that if I want to get something that's so satisfying. Love that. I'm going I'm going there tomorrow, Dex. So let you know how it goes. But Please let me know. <laughs> awesome um well listen dex thanks a lot for coming on the pod and and chatting with us um we, we've been dying to get a five player on and we're happy it's uh it's you first um best of luck the rest of the way you know we'll be there uh in the building cheering you boys on so best of luck and again we'll we'll keep in touch on the music but we really appreciate you uh coming on the pod it means a lot to us i appreciate you guys too and uh after we win this ring let's do one with me holding the trophy and we'll it'll be Oh, yeah. I love that. We'll do that one in person, too. I love it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Good stuff. All right, D. Willie. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. Appreciate y'all. 
that was the interview with Dexter Williams Jr., an absolute uh, beauty. Um, it was a different type of a chat for the boys. We haven't had basketball on in a while yet, let alone uh, a pro basketball player, um, pro men's basketball player. So that was uh, awesome. It was great to chat with uh, Dex. Um, he's got a lot of things on the go. The Fooley team on top of uh, being in sub five, a lot of COD too. Um, but no, he's awesome, awesome. Um, guy, uh, I don't know what the Sudbury Five would do um, without Dex. So, want to thank him for coming on the pod once again. And that's gonna do it for Week One Hundred Four of Behind the Bench. We're gonna be back Thursday with a full breakdown of the Masters OHL Round Two picks for the playoffs. Um, we haven't even debriefed the Sudbury Wolves yet, so that's gonna all come out Thursday, which is sure to be a banger, just like this one. So. We'll see you Thursday. Love y'all. And thanks to everybody who supports the boys. And get your BTB to the moon shirts while you're out of day. Go get it. Good.